0: Incredibly exciting!
1: It's really about water players, players and art. As a developer, that's an amazing feeling. Down. Welcome, PlayStation. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest PS Five. I'm your host, Mr. Alex Sylvester, and with me as always is Mr. Sonny Sangera. How are you doing today, mate? I'm doing good, mate. Sorry about the delay then. Uh, Yeah, I'm yeah. doing good. I'm cool. chilling. I'm living in a Horizon world. Oh, hey! Yeah, yeah, we're going to dive into that a little bit as well. Uh, This episode is coming to you slightly later due to some technical difficulties, which we hope will be sorted out soon. Uh, but yes... As my colleague has just said, uh Horizon Forbidden West was released last week. And uh obviously as we do every week, we go into what games we've been playing and I'm guessing no doubt that's been on the top of your list, mate.
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much because I know we're both early in. Well, I know I'm early in, um, and I know when Asim's back, we can do like a proper sit down yeah. latest PSX episode and we can just talk nothing but horizon spoiler free, of course. Nice, so keep an yes, eye out for that. Yes, but yeah. um, at the moment, loving it. Uh, as I mentioned in our WhatsApp group, I'm 10 hours in and I've only just reached the West because I've took, I've done everything there is to do in the dawn already. And I'm like, right. I don't <laughs> need to come back to this shit all. I'm going. I'm ready. I'm ready for the West, baby. Ready for the, but, West, um, the world West. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm happy uh, that a patch came out uh, Dude, stunning. How does an open world game look like this? And it's buggy as expected, but how does a <laughs> video game that's open world look like this? I can't how's believe it, it. look like
1: this? And how does it load so freaking fast? I know, I, mean, I you know, know. It's you unbelievable. You can just dive right back in and like the momentum just picks up. It's a beautiful game. And like the point that I'm at at the moment, I mean, it just blew my mind. It really did. And I was like, Are you, you in know the what? West? Yeah, I'm in the West. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll go into in a lot more detail in the next episode. Can though, I just say um, as well, uh, yeah. before we move on to the news, just a shout out to the DualSense controller on Horizon. Oh yeah. my God, the pad is amazing. Yeah, it is the definitive item um, of this generation for sure. And Xbox is definitely missing out. Uh, but yes, we will dive into that on the latest PSX. So make sure if you're not subscribed, make sure you are. Make sure you join our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash latest ps 5 um so yes let's dive into the news it's been a very interesting week and i'm gonna throw it over to you for the first one so uh, and it's an go. exciting
0: one you know we've been speaking about playstation vr 2 ever since like pre the official announcement you know when oh, the yes. rumors were kicking around and things yes. like that
1: yeah yeah so Hypes we're
0: up. every time there's a psvr 2 upset uh, update you know me and alex are super hyped because of obviously how much we love vr gaming love so super number hype. one Sony Interactive Entertainment has officially unveiled the PSVR2 design, which plucks inspiration from the PS5 family of products and matches the orb aesthetic seen in the PSVR2 Sense controller. Much like the PS5 Sense controller, the PSVR2 headset design features tiny PlayStation symbols to the front and back bands of the headset. Sony's PlayStation blog post reveals that the design team behind the PS5 made the console with the next generation VR headset in mind, hence similarities in the looks and the feel. However, there's more emphasis on roundness to the PSVR 2 design, echoing the edges of the DualSense and Pulse 3D headset. You can read the entire blog post and see all the pictures um, on the PlayStation blog. Obviously, we've got a picture as a thumbnail for this episode. But I wanted to go over some um, new tech announcements yeah. announcements about the headset. Um, Alex, big one straight off the bat adjustable lens dial. So now we could move the headset back and forward. Now you can have the headset really close to your face and have the lens move backwards. That's crazy. Nice,
1: Nice. that is. That's just going to be more comfort and more easing on the eyes as well. So yeah, man, I'm very happy with that. And I think a big thing
0: for the adjustable lens dial, I think they've taken into account um, you know, PSVR found a big market with disabled gamers, um, people with difficulties who could um, struggle to game in general, yeah, yeah. and obviously people with glasses as well. So this benefits a lot of feedback um, that people gave Sony, and the benefits are going to be there with the new lens dial, which is amazing. And another big thing, Alex,
1: weight reduction. Oh, yes. The much-needed attributes yeah, man, I'm very happy. So basically, we're going to go for a much more lighter design, hopefully mm-hmm. to the weight for these headphones, the weight of these headphones I'm wearing right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's welcome, man. That's very welcome. I mean, the first one was, I mean, you just put up with it because of the first iteration.
0: But we didn't but, know, though. That was the thing. Like, when the, that yeah, came no, out, a... that didn't seem heavy. But when I put it on now, it's heavy as hell. I'm like, how it do I to play Batman well. with this one? <laughs> 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 how are you yeah, moving yeah. around in hot with that weight on your head?
1: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, man. I mean, obviously, that's why I've got this <laughs> massive neck now. <laughs> Due to all that bloody exercise and Brock- Um, It's
0: got the same same ergonomic design from the PSVR so the same sort of layout which was perfect because the PSVR sat well on the head when you're yeah. moving in fast motions and things like that, it, it sat really well. It did. Yeah. Especially if you held it down. So that's fine. It has that same adjustable dial in the back. But the one thing that really excites me the most, Alex, a Come new on. ventilation spot towards the top of the headset yes. to
1: reduce screen yes. plugging <laughs> and heat. You know, this feature, yeah, it is just as innovative. Yeah. And as well as walking, the jewel sets. <laughs> sets. Yeah. This is what VR was missing. Exactly. You know, no more sweaty VR. But, uh, but yeah, definitely, man. I mean, obviously, for a guy like myself, um um ventilation is definitely welcomed and I'm glad that someone's actually listening to everybody who's bloody wiping their heads left right mm. and center uh, while using it man but what out of all those features man what's your favorite
0: honestly uh you know man uh having a vent uh fogging is an issue when you're watching porn in VR so you've got to <laughs>
1: Keeping it real, folks. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. No, no, Why no, it no, no Titanic scenes in my VR headset. Trust me.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll see. Innit? Honestly, I- I'll be honest with you. You'd be able saying, screen share that, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think the vent is great, obviously, because it's sometimes it's not just fucking. It, it does get hot in there when mm-hmm. you're playing a game, especially that yeah. like Resi Seven for hours on end. Yeah. And I can imagine the heat that is generated from the player. And these LED screens when you're playing something like Beat Saber or Superhot. So yeah, yeah. the and vent is great. But for me personally, mm-hmm. um, just honestly, the weight reduction, you know, the comfort. I don't want to feel it on my head. And yeah. don't get me wrong. The greatest thing besides the visuals that I love is the single chord. But the weight reduction from this list, that's all I care about. Because yeah,
1: yeah. the less feeling on my head, the better. Yeah, yeah, and the more immersive it will be, yeah, there's less of a distraction. Um, mm. But for me, just to be different, the adjustable lens is a very good one as well. Massive, massive. Yeah, yeah, because there's often times when you're looking around and you could just see it was just slightly out of focus, mm. and it just it just threw you out of the experience a bit, so the fact that you've got a lot more control over I mean,
0: the- if you remember this, when you played Batman VR, or when you played mm. Superhot, you would spend 10 minutes, not just yeah. you, your brother, me, whenever we were mm. all together, we would take 10 minutes just to adjust the headset to the right yeah. angle the right touch that you want it to and sometimes to get the screen perfect it would have to be weird on the head but now you've got a yeah. dial on the back to sort the head out get mm-hmm. the get the goggle get the like the headset on perfect yeah and then you've got the lens as well so you can you can get it right all around and mix that with the vent and the weight reduction Sony have nailed what they're yeah. saying so far with this and you could see that because you look at the evolution of VR headsets the quest mm-hmm. to the quest Two is a leap beyond leaps you know the yeah. valve index yeah. the PSVR it was always going to be something different and again Alex normal fucking move controllers finally normal
1: move controllers yeah we've evolved now Oh, we're, how good we're, do we're these white control. sense controllers look man, yeah yeah it's to be great also with the registered triggers as well you know taking from the dual sense uh not to mention the 2000 to by uh 2040 per eye in terms mm. of um uh, resolution and the frame rate's going to be up to 120 hertz uh this thing's just going to be just a joy to use so um, yeah man immersion immersion all the way uh so yeah moving on uh yes yeah, so uh capcom has uh officially announced street fighter 6 Um, as we predicted last week, uh, following the conclusion of a a countdown time that expired to coincide with the Capcom Pro Tour 2021 season final. Uh, Capcom said that it's developing Street Fighter with the aim of elevating the fighting game genre, scratching my chin here, uh, Mm -hmm. to a new level in the world of esports. To produce an infrauding game experience. Uh, No details on the platforms have been announced just yet, but Capcom has said that more news on the game will drop in summer 2022. So, obviously, I'm a big uh, uh, fighter fan, game fighter fan anyway. Obviously, Tekken's my my mainstay, uh, but I was kind of happy to see Street Fighter VI's the announcement anyway, even though the logo did look a bit cheesy. I don't know. But either way, Um, so what are your thoughts on it, man? Are you actually looking forward to Street Fighter 6? I know, obviously, we've kind of written it off in the past, but is this a chance for Capcom to actually spread their wings a bit?
0: I always get... uh, it's uh, Anyone who's listening who plays fighting games and they have a particular game, like in our case, it's Tekken or you know Mortal Kombat, it's everybody's game, but you're either Tekken or Street Fighter, right, in terms of the style. Mm -hmm. So I don't give two shits about Street Fighter 6, but I'm always (laughs) open to giving it a chance. But what excites me about Street Fighter 6 is... Street Fighter Five went from a, a rocky start to a solid esports title by the end of the generation. You know, they got it nailed and it was massive. And it'll be really interesting to see them launch a Street Fighter game mm-hmm. with that vision in mind right off the bat. So they can move the genre forward in a big, big way because they are the leading fighting game in the esports genre because they set it up to be like that, you know. And yeah. I think you will see a lot of ideas from Street Fighter 6 and even Street Fighter 5 ripped off by the next Mortal Kombat and hopefully the next Tekken and, you know, Soul Calibur if it comes or anything like that. But... It's always yeah. exciting to see a new fighting game um, from the big boys, obviously. I mean, no one gives a shit about King of Fighters, but, you know, it's...
1: <laughs> I found it a lot of people I know, here. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, but it's... Uh, I'm just
0: taking a piss, but yeah, it's, it's always exciting to see what they do. And if those were in-game models of mm. the characters in that little teaser trailer, then goddamn, this game
1: is going to look good. It looks good. You know what it reminded me of? It did remind me of uh, Tekken, though. It looked like they've gone for that style you know, with the semi-realistic character models. Hmm. Um, But yeah, um, I'm hoping that they are going to just change the fighting style just a little bit and maybe go for that, uh, you know, when they did that Tekken X Street Fighter, you know, when you got Akuma in Tekken. Let's rephrase that,
0: Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Tekken never got one. We never got one. (laughs)
1: Well, well, okay, let's when Akuma made his appearance in Tekken 7. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was it Tekken 6? No, Tekken 7. Anyway. Um, Yeah, I like that style. So basically, if they could just, like, build upon that. You know, mm. I mean, and, you know, I think that could actually work. That could actually be a good, um, it could actually be a good entry into the franchise. Because uh, obviously tech, uh sorry, Tekken, just on the tip of the tongue. Street Fighter 4 was was pretty good. I mean, but Street Fighter 5 just felt like the same. Just, again, they didn't really do much mm. improvements through a whole th- lot of random characters. I think that, way, that was together.
0: the change, though. Like, they they jumped the gun. They had the idea mm. for esports on PS4 with Street Fighter 5. that It just wasn't ready until towards the end of the generation where esports blew up and Street Fighter... By that point, similar to Gran Turismo Sport, it grew incrementally through the generation to be a great title by the end of it. And I think Street Fighter Six is in a great place to launch in that sense. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes because um ain't no motherfucker safe if Tekken goes at eSport. I tell you that the start. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. out of Japan anyway. Nobody's uh, Japan. safe. We'll in see. Japan, we'll we're see. not even trying. <laughs> they,
1: they play with some bullet time skill, man. I can't even compare with those. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully summer 2022, some new news mm-hmm. for the games. So, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: Definitely. So we'll move on to a game that everybody's currently playing. Number three, Guerrilla Games has detailed the full list of Horizon Forbidden West update 1.05 patch, which is now available, uh, which comes packing a range of bug fixes across the main campaign, side quests, and much more. You can view the entire list via Guerrilla and PlayStation social channels. But in summary, the focus has been on known issues that they know about, main quests, side quests, and errands, Mm -hmm. world activities, gameplay fixes, general fixes and other, a.k.a. the whole game. Um, Sticking with Horizon, uh, Matthias De Jong, the director behind Horizon Forbidden West, has revealed that Guerrilla Games delayed the PS4 and PS5 sequel from 2021 to 2022 in order to avoid crunch. Now, uh, we spoke about Horizon at the top. It's good that mm-hmm. there's a quick patch out for it, and they are fixing a lot of things. Um, When yeah. you've got a game, as we talked about, that just looked like that, it's just, you know that there's going to... Dude, I just can't get over a hair. Like, it's, it's stunning. Like, you know, when she's like going up and down and it's yeah, like changing yeah, yeah. the wind and manipulating it. I'm like, oh, wow.
1: You know, the only thing about her hair is just that it's constantly going through her outfit. And that just kind of jars me a bit. I'm thinking, ah, oh, couldn't they just get like the character model just for the hair? So it just flilled around it. But when it yeah, when it changes or well, transitions from like uh, the dry desert to water, you know, you can actually see it actually getting drenched and then it's slowly drying. I mean, the attention to detail in this game is phenomenal. Mm, um, definitely. I, just, I just wish that they just sorted out that little bit. And there's a couple of other little issues, but the character models, though, in terms of the facial animation in this game, I mean, Dude. before, top for me was like uh, the likes of what, uh, Last of Us 2? Oh, this takes it. This it, takes that to, takes to bed. You know what it I mean? And it's, it, yeah, it's yeah. weird,
0: though, because if you look at the world, the world looks amazing. But if you just look at the back of Aloy while mm-hmm. she's moving, you are moving literally the most realistic character model you've ever seen. It is ridiculous. She looks yeah. so There's real. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, wow. And again, with these fixes and stuff, I haven't had any issues with missions or anything but as i said i've only i've just done everything in the dawn i'm about to go into the west now mm-hmm. i've just done the embassy mission absolutely amazing i felt like it was lord of the rings man it felt so epic. cool yeah, um i'm whooping <laughs> ass though man i was whooping ass.
1: getting like, those combos in yeah i was, yeah,
0: I was like sliding underneath the fucking mechs and like shooting arrows blast. i was just like yes man john Headshots. wick on blast. a horse <laughs> i loved it but um was a woman in the future. it's a great game if you haven't played horizon forbidden west do it now Absolutely stunning and is a patch as yeah, we spoke about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Cool. All right. Then uh, jumping on to our next story. Uh Shadow Warrior 3 uh, will launch on March the first, 2022. And when it does, surprisingly, you'll be able to play it day one on PlayStation Now. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard right. Uh, The news comes from a PlayStation blog post which also showcased a new trailer for the game. It featured a new mission titled Dragon's Nest, where you hunt a dragon from another dimension, multiverse, and try to use its own eggs against it. Uh, The rest of the blog post is is an in-depth look at the different aspects of the Shadow Warrior 3, like your grappling hook, which seems to be in every game these days, uh, executions, gore weapons, gun and katana combat. Wow. So, I guess the big keynote from this is it's released day in one on PlayStation Now. They're what, testing. Does that, what does that say? They're testing what does that the water. Eh? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I God. think
0: they're testing the tech more than the water. I would think they mm. want to see if, okay, does it work? Does it stream fine? What's the feedback? Because you can't announce a service or launch a service and shit go wrong. The only thing that worries me about this is that it's not a first party. Are they only focusing on third-party type like smaller third-party titles you know yeah. which makes it really really interesting but um yeah it's, it's, it's always intriguing to see uh, it's the yes. right step if you've got playstation now you're getting a game shadow warrior three day one and date so as a consumer we win because we're getting good value for money um yeah. i'm always yes. worried about the subscription service because the quality of games would go down in time you know what i mean because they don't have to worry about sales yeah but let's see how it goes and hopefully this leads to bigger things for PlayStation Project Sparta. now. Sparta. You know you what know,
1: I mean? So yeah, yeah. they fuse it. I mean, it's there any word on when they're actually gonna be launching that?
0: Uh, Well, obviously, we've got our Rumour Roundup, um, which has a little bit that could potentially be that, so we'll get to that one in a bit. But um,
1: so stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Number five, the Uncharted movie pulled in $51 million in the US during its opening weekend, reportedly making it the fourth biggest opening for a video game movie in the country. Okay, before we move on, oh, no, no, it's in the news story. Eric Davis, managing editor of Fandango Uncharted, was topped by only three other video games, namely Tomb Raider from 2001, Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog. Uncharted has already pulled in 139 million worldwide against a $120 million production budget. This doesn't take into account percentages, rips, and marketing so you're probably mm-hmm. looking at they'll need about 200 million to break even break it, yeah. for that one uh, sony pictures ceo tom rothman in a company-wide email said the movie had a successful opening weekend with over 100 million in the box office worldwide in just one weekend and a 90 percent positive audience going rotten tomatoes uncharted is a new hit movie franchise for the company said <laughs> yeah. rothman have you seen it no, I'm not yet. I it's seen it. such I a it. cheesy, fun it's film to watch. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's basically the comedy bits of Indiana Jones all the way through the film. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's yeah, yeah, all yeah. it is. It's just, you've got to go in. If mm. you're going in thinking, oh, it's got to be like Uncharted Four levels of depth and story, yeah. you're not going to get that. You're going to be disappointed. Okay. This is pre games. He's younger. Mm-hmm. He's only just met Sully. Okay. And. Mark Wahlberg
1: is so funny. He's yes, so funny. Mark Wahlberg
0: is more Drake than Tom Holland is in the film. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> the only funny thing is he looks like he should be exactly Drake. You he, know what I mean? he was
0: Drake originally, right? That was the was thing he, okay, he was, he was okay. casted as Drake, but right, right. right. Um it's a great film. It's a lot yeah. of fun. You watch it. You'll just enjoy it. That's what cinemas are all about. Yeah. Um, so I definitely highly advise you. It's got a China release date, so it's going to make its money back as well. <clears> but yeah. I just want to shout out, there is a scene where Drake comes out of water and sitting on the beach is the real Nathan Drake. <laughs> and he's like, oh, did that just happen to you? Ah, something like that happened to me before.
1: And you just can't <laughs> help but laugh. You're like, oh, yes. <laughs> All right then. Well, um, yeah, I look forward. And to if you are going, exactly going to watch it, there's
0: two post-credit scenes: one as soon as the film finishes, and yeah. one. Uh, quarter of the way through the credits so you don't have to wait long but the, okay. it's the second one you need to wait for that's really good so
1: that's what distinguishes it um this Tom Holland film from being a normal Marvel film that the uh the last post-credit scene comes just before the end of the credits yeah exactly. cool <laughs> cool well I'm looking forward to see it man um I just haven't had the time kids after you know it's like I wish I could bring it with me actually <laughs> is it It's not really for them. Well,
0: let's let's see how long before it hits sites. You know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All right then. uh, Well, moving on uh, and keeping with Sony, of course, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has postponed the general release of its official PS5 covers, as they are still only available uh, to purchase directly from the company uh, via PlayStation Direct. Uh, they initially rele- revealed that the Midnight Black and Cosmic Red PS5 covers would be sold in general outlets from today, but PlayStation Direct US and UK has now indicated that they won't be on general release until March. So that's a bit of a bummer uh, to those who are looking forward to those colours in particular, but I haven't actually ordered mine yet, but I'm I'm, mm. I'm definitely going to go for the, uh, the Midnight Black. Well,
0: I've seen how popular they've been and seen so yeah. many pictures on social media and people with the covers so i'm not surprised you know they probably just haven't made enough you know yeah. and they didn't yeah, think maybe. it was gonna have the demand it did they? and now they've realized we're gonna get colors every bloody couple of months now aren't we so <laughs> yeah, yeah it'll be yeah. interesting to see on that one but as i said mm-hmm. give me a tekken one tekken? What I want. you know that's all I, what want? I want
1: i just want that spider-man special edition cover that's what i want that'll be spider-man know? 2 spider-man
0: Sp- 2 yeah when yeah, that yeah. game the comes out. Suit or something oh Yo. my god can you imagine awesome. if you get like um, you get three different type of plates. So you get one mm. which is uh, Peter Parker red, you get one yeah. which is Miles Morales black and red, and uh, oh, then yeah, you get a yeah, Venom yeah, one yeah. which For is Venom. black and oh, white.
1: Oh, <laughs> sick! Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it already, man. Just a sheer possibility, but uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm looking forward to that. So take your time, Sony. Don't worry, you know, you're gonna be selling out anyway.
0: I <laughs> know, oh, I know. So we're gonna move yeah. into that. Was all the major news stories, so we're gonna move into the news rundown. I'm just Mm going to go through these really, really quick. Anything big, I'll stop, and I'll get your opinion on it, Alex. So number one, which I'm going to stop on, From Software's highly anticipated Elden Ring is out this week for PS5 and PS4, and you can now preload the game on both consoles. Prepare yourself for entering the lands between. Alex, we've seen the review scores. Despite frame rate issues, it got 10 out of 10 out of everywhere, like practically that one of the highest-reviewed games in years, all, yeah, all time, you know? all
1: next to uh, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, I'm sure. You know, I mean, yeah, well, like it's
0: amazing that FromSoft now has the Nintendo bump, as they call it in the industry, <laughs> where you get that. I mean, FromSoft could have just released Sekiro again and it would have got a 10 out of 10. They would have got it, yeah, they've got that too. establishment now, you yeah, know, yeah. which is interesting. But I mean, you've seen a lot of the stories now about, yeah, the patch, even after the patch is still issue. You're gonna wait now, or you're gonna get straight away.
1: Uh, you know what? I'm still, I'm, I'm dived into Horizon Beyond and I'm so invested in that game, so I'm gonna take my time with that game. Well, that's and it. Then, As we've said to the listeners, hopefully by we, the time it's done, they,
0: they've already said there's gonna be a ray tracing update. You know they're yep. gonna just wait to play. It. I mean, it's gonna sell millions and millions. Elden Ring World, so it's not gonna be a problem. But yeah, we'll see what happens on that one. Uh, So moving on, according to various outlets, BioWare's Dragon Age 4 is currently in good shape and the team is hitting their development milestones. Dragon Age 4 is on schedule and could potentially see a release in late 2023 at the earliest. Sweet. Square Enix has revealed on the official Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins Twitter account that the planned expansions for the game won't be sold separately in other words, if you want to pick them up, you have to purchase a season pass or the digital deluxe edition of the game. Absolute bullshit from Square. <laughs> the Dark Pictures Anthology developer Supermassive Games is reportedly working on a new IP by the name of The Quarry, according to a trademark file by the company. In addition, sources have confirmed that The Quarry is to be published by 2K and will launch later this year, something we spoke about months mm-hmm. ago. That's yep. how fast we are. And then finally... Are ever reliable. PlayStation game size on Twitter has revealed the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga PS5 download size will clock in at just 38. 0.18 0.18 gigabytes for PlayStation Five, and the preload date will kick off from April third.
1: Yeah, I'm loving all these preload dates. You know what I mean? Just, just getting everybody hyped as soon up as it's it. ready to go, you can play. You know, you can play. Yeah, yeah. Um, as with um, Sifu, I think that obviously quality yeah, of life, right, Yeah, quality of life, definitely. And the, the the file size is nice. You know what I mean? Mm. Like 40 gigabytes. We're going to see a lot more of that, if not less. And um, that's just like a Lego game. So,
0: well. Gran Turismo and Horizon, and these games are just going to get bigger and bigger with updates. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. But anyway, um, I just want to dive back into the game, man. I mean, the world is just so detailed. It's a I know, beautiful game. I know, really it's the water. It's the water. water. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, it's like night and day from the first game. Night and day. Zero Dawn is a zero. But anyway, uh, okay, so we're going to jump onto the rumours. Now, ladies and gentlemen, remember, these are just rumours. So uh, take it with a pinch of salt and a glass of whiskey. So uh, we're going to start off while this year's uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is still on track to release towards the end of 2022. Bloomberg are reporting that there will be no card release for 2023 due to the game being delayed. This will be the first time in over 20 years that Cod would miss a yearly release. Despite the coverage of the story, no official announcement has been made, and which is enough, which is enough information mm. as it is, really. But um, I really think that they just need to take a break from it. man. I mean, I know it sells bucket loads whenever it comes out, but is anyone getting fatigued, like Cod fatigue?
0: Listen, it's not Activision's problem because it'll be Microsoft's problem if there's no game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that's probably yeah. why they've said, yeah, well, fuck it. It's their problem yeah, yeah. next year, not
1: ours. Yeah, they could probably change the name and start releasing it on their consoles and services mm. only. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Uh, kind of sticking with Xbox, Xbox Era co-founder Nick, ba- Nick Baker has claimed that Sony Interactive Entertainment will host a new state-of-play event in March. Oh, yes, let the hype begin. Uh, what do you think they're going to throw? What do you think they're going to show? Well, quickly? we spoke
0: about it earlier. It's got to be Spartacus, right? That's the rumor that's this, going around think? the industry that Spartacus is going to be spoken about in mm-hmm. the spring. Um, It could be PlayStation VR 2. We don't know. Oh, uh, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it is the announcement of Spartacus just to see how it goes, you know, because yeah, yeah. any, anything to save money, we'll all be happy.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, going back to that PSVR 2, when do you think the release date's going to be? Oh, my
0: God. They're showing it, which means that the reason they showed it like that mm-hmm. is development must be... Decent and manufacturing must have started to avoid leaks. So potentially, again, I said it uh, when we spoke about it last time, mm. earliest holiday, latest spring next year. So, you yeah, know, yeah, we'll yeah, see. I'm yeah, yeah. um, we
1: surprised. Why would they get it out this year? I mean, they could going to be their sales you know, we've got a war, you know, they could just have the, all the focus. Oh on no, that.
0: what I mean is that got a war, I think is early September, August maybe, but this right, will be like okay. early December. I think this right. will be like a Christmas right, yeah. thing. So, okay. so it'll be okay. interesting.
1: Okay. It will be. Uh, uh, And finally, uh, according to the report uh, from VGC, Lego has teamed up with publisher 2K for a new line of video game sports titles. According to VGC's report, Sumo Digital will be developing the first entry in the sports lineup, which is believed to be a football title. Hey, right Hmm. up your alley, mate. Uh, Beyond this, Visual Concepts, the studio behind WWE 2K22 is working on an open-world LEGO racing game, uh, which is the same title mentioned in a job listing that describes an open-world driving game with a major license. Now, I don't know if that team should even touch anything because they haven't got a track record with um wwe 2k was it 2018 was it 2018 or 2020 well, What's was terrible oh the
0: the well, let's not talk about it 2020, it's um, 2020. Yeah, it's... yeah 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 Ball, uh, bag of balls <laughs> it'll be interesting because obviously it's a big move with lego to go to 2k it'll be mm-hmm. kind of cool to see what licenses they can use with 2k as well um so it should be quite fun but a lego yeah. racing open world game is quite intriguing <laughs> you know, to say the least. I mean, a Lego football game is literally going to be Mario Strikers, you know, with Lego. So, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with the open world game.
1: So we're looking at a, a Lego GTA game, pretty much or more need for speed
0: open world i think more you know for what i mean speed. okay okay so okay. yeah yeah it'll be interesting okay, cool. but um okay so we'll move on to charts and numbers this is where mm. we focus on obviously the latest charts and any significant numbers to talk about in the industry so last week the uk charts week um, number 10 just dance 2022 number 9 mario party superstars number 8 minecraft on switch number 7 call of duty vanguard number 6 animal crossing new horizons five it never leaves fifa 22 Four, Mm -hmm. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Three, Dying Light 2. I'm surprised it's still holding on there. Two, Pokemon Legends, RCS, and number one, as expected, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Some details. It's the second biggest PS5 launch behind Miles Morales, but just ahead of FIFA 22. That's huge. Absolutely huge. And uh, 68% of copies were sold on PS5.
1: With the remainder
0: on PS4, you thought... PS4 was going to have it. But, I you really know did I mean? think
1: that PS4, I thought people were going to be taking advantage of the fact that the PS4 version will automatically give you the uh, PS5. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you save a tenor, but obviously a lot the, the word didn't actually get out that well. And Sony did a good job at keeping that semi the wraps because obviously that would have hurt them really Sly hard. Sly bastards. But, yeah, but, uh, uh, that's what I did. Let me go. <laughs> I mean, like, why not? Uh, but I'm really glad I obviously we expected these, but I'm so happy to see that um GTA is no longer in the top 10. So that's
0: a oh we said that it'll be back at number one next week. What <laughs> even though Elden Rings out of GTA will be in there, right? Elden Ring, yeah, um yeah. just some honorable mentions. Mar Morales uh jumped back up to number 12, Ratchet and Clank was at 20, Cyberpunk jumped 271 percent in sales and was at what? number 23. And wow. finally, SNK title King of Fighters 15, which we've spoken about a lot on this show, launched at number 30 with 78% of its total sales on PlayStation platforms. I'm not surprised there. You know uh, what I mean?
1: 271% from Cyberpunk there. I mean, that sounds terrible. I know, I mean- but I mean,
0: well, it's always
1: just coasting along because it was so yeah. broken,
0: right? And I think. Yeah, yeah. The fact that it just had patches and it jumped up to number 23 is significant for the game, and I think it'll hover around now. I think the problem that they have is this patch needed to come out straight after Christmas, into the new year, like early first, second week of January, away from Horizon, away from mm. Elden Ring. People, It would have been in the top 10 probably, but because people picked Easily. up Horizon, they're not going to play Cyberpunk, like you know what why I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and interestingly, finally, Square mm. Enix, who just do not have an idea or common sense when it comes to estimating sales numbers, revealed during its latest quarterly earnings report that initial sales of Guardians of the Galaxy fell short of expectations, but the superhero title eventually Managed to strengthen its commercial performance as time went on. They just think crazy numbers. They sell like two, three, four million, Oh, it didn't perform. Excuse me. What Did you think <laughs> it was going to sell? Like,
1: yeah, they're expecting Marvel numbers, though, is not it? I mean, they're expecting mm. a big return, or well, even not like Disney numbers now, right? Yeah. But uh, but the game did well, though. I mean, in mm. terms of its uh, Metacritic score, so that's 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 a plus for them. Um, but yeah, okay. So in fact, I still haven't managed to dive in that to that game properly, really. So I think after I've done Elden Ring and Horizon. I'm Grand hey. Gran for the L. <laughs> it's going to be a busy year. Mm. Um but yeah man it's, it's it's really good. I'm so glad that the level of games that are coming out right now is exactly what we should have been having, right? Mm. So um that being said, what's your next game that you've been playing after Horizon? Are you going to be diving into Elden Ring or will you be uh, gearing up for GTA? Uh, GTA. Um, GT, T- GT. No Elden
0: Ring. I'm going to wait for Elden Ring until loads of patches have come out for it and it's ready to go. So I probably won't play that game pre-summer. So you're probably looking at after summer or maybe even into next year. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not in a rush to play Elden Ring, but Gran Turismo 7, oh my God, I can't wait to play this game. It looks so good, man. That photo gorgeous. mode. The that photo, photo mode. mode.
1: Jeez, and like that in VR vr2 <sighs> yeah it's gonna be gorgeous. god save us yeah, god yeah. save us god save us all right so uh god's throwing us over to the questions now and we have a question from uh scotty from vancouver bc i don't know what the bc stands for Before british Christ.
0: columbia man british, british columbia, columbia.
1: <laughs> anyway yes evening team ps5 uh thank you uh for your show each week uh i listen to it whilst i am keith uh, key- kayaking okay nice on the lake as some people do um it's uh, it's becoming a weekly tradition for me yeah you'll be very welcome it allows me to escape from normal life thank you again now to my question uh can i just say that you're very welcome sky we're happy to deliver this soothing Indeed. ps5 news every week for you he's probably sitting there laughing
0: uh, chatting shit about <laughs> tacking
1: to each other every fucking week <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think he's getting his update as well. Um, So now to his question. If Project Spartacus is real, uh, what's more important to you? Day and date games for new titles or access to the complete legacy of titles from PlayStation history? Wow. What is more important? Well, for me, I think it's going to be day and day. Day and day. Yeah, the fact is that you're just going to have the option just to dive in you know i mean the 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 legacy the the legacy titles are going to be there you know i mean they're they're legacy titles. it's great Mm -hmm. but um but day in day the fact that you can just jump jump in as soon as it's been released you it's gonna be great
0: yeah no i think for me i'm gonna go the opposite way i think it's gonna be um legacy titles for me because i'm presuming he's talking about like early playstation now Mm -hmm. Yeah, day and date is great. We save a lot of money, but we lose the gravitas and the theater of the launch then. It's just another thing like Netflix, you know, whereas if we, if Mm -hmm. I, if someone says to me, oh, I get access to all the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 games, along Mm -hmm. with like obviously 4 and stuff, I'm taking that because for me then, if I think, oh, you know, I remember playing Metal Gear. So we get a lot of questions about nostalgic things and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I would love to be able to just lock on my PS5 and uh, I feel like just, bouncing into Snake Eater or Sons of Liberty <laughs> or Metal yeah. Gear or Tekken yeah. 5 Dark Resurrection or nice. Tekken Tank Tournament 2, you know, or Tekken 3 or anything or Mortal Kombat yeah. Trilogy, you know what I mean? Any of these yeah. games, like, to have access to that library that we don't have access to anymore. I mean, mm. you, know, you look at the Nintendo side. um, with the with the news from Wii U and 3DS next year being locked yeah, off, those games are gone. Unless, yeah, they're the, v- unless they're in the unless yeah. they're in the virtual console, they're gone. And it's just yeah. there's thousands upon thousands of PlayStation games we do not have access to unless you have the game and the console.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I I would go the opposite. I want legacy. You want day yeah. and day. I think either one, we both gain. Again, gamers to win win-win. because yeah, you know yeah. we can't we we win either way. And the reason I don't want day one is as I spoke about I just feel like if you're going to make a game and you're focused on it needs to sell you make the game as great as you can if you're struggling and you think we need to hit this date to get it on the streaming server, they're just going to do it Yeah, they've got paid anyway so I'm like but, worried about that because you're already seeing game shrink in length on game pass and you're already seeing like mm-hmm. a negative reaction in regards to Sales on other formats for Mm -hmm. a game, you know what I mean, and it's just like people are resenting. Like it's it's all of a sudden, unless you're like Microsoft first party, like a Gears or a Forza. If you're day one on Game Pass, it has a a stigma to it in some sense. Like okay, Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to have it, but there's always that now question of quality when it's first like day one on Game Pass. And I think if Sony was to do this, I think you will start seeing games with a similar length to Miles Morales. Something that was spoken by Sean Layden saying that games don't need to be 20, 30 hours. They can be shorter bursts, like eight to 10, you oh. know, because production budgets are big. And maybe these subscription services of Game Pass and Spartacus are long term, you know, they are trending they they they're trend planning for years ahead and what they're thinking is we can cut our production costs down to 50 80 million when mm. they're getting higher anyway because our games are only going to be eight hours long or 10 hours long and have a big multiplayer component to it you know yeah. and we don't have to yeah. worry about sales because it's on a streaming service so it's, it's interesting there's so many question marks on it but in regards to the question by scotty yeah. as you sit there on your kayak either one you're a
1: big winner it is. But you raise a very good point, you know, in terms of the quality of games and getting it to that Netflix-ified world where we know, like, like back in the day, I mean, I was talking about somebody earlier on today, how TV shows used to be like 24 weeks long, right? Mm-hmm. And now these days, like we're looking at, um, they're called a miniseries now, right? they are about yeah. six to eight episodes. But what you get there is no filler and you get pure quality. You know, and you're actually able to just carry the narrative, narrative, narrative. Sorry, uh, and keep the maintain the momentum over those, you know, six episodes. Now, will that be the same with games? Do you think? Like, no, do, you know, I think got I grind. think
0: that, I think you got what I mean is not just mm-hmm. that. I'm thinking. More, don't get me wrong. Miles mm-hmm. Morales for me is better than Spider-Man One, really? because it's just non-stop fifth gear, right? It's okay. so good. Yeah, yeah. What I'm talking about is. When Netflix was in its, in not in its infancy, when it was starting to get popular, it had mm-hmm. quality on there. Yeah. Now for every great show, there's 15 really bad ones on there. And it's right, the same right. with Prime. For every great movie, there's four bad ones. For every yeah, great yeah, TV yeah. show, there's four bad ones. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. You're going to get lost in the shuffle. Look at Steam. Steam is the perfect example. It is Yeah. It's a mess on its user interface, and for every mm. great Steam game, there's fifty bad ones. Apple Store, every great game, a hundred bad ones, and mm-hmm. I just feel like developers will get lazy if we're making our development cost and a little bit of profit back because we're going to be six months on Game Pass, then we're going to move to Spartacus, then we're going to be mm-hmm. on both. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. where's that the the risk factor? Because when you're when you've got risk when developing, you make greatness. You know and mm-hmm. Sony we didn't get we got God of War 2018 because Sony Santa Monica's previous game was canned by Shuhei Yoshida. He said no this game is not good enough make God of War yeah. back against the wall. Risk is there. You're going to get shut down if this next game is shit oh, and we yeah, get yeah. 2018, you know. And Rockstar, mm-hmm. they spend half a billion on production on their games. The risk yeah. is there, but you they take their time. They don't rush it. Are we going to lose those big RDR or GTA? epic campaigns to smaller ones like we're getting with dr dre and gta online because they don't Mm -hmm. have to worry because gta online itself is a metaverse it's the metaverse at the moment yeah Yeah. it you know and oh is it going to end up like that so it's a great discussion which we'll find out in the future what's going on but um i'm just excited dude you know what i mean it's excited times because tech is. is
1: moving so quick It is. And I'm just thinking, are we going to be moving towards that world where it's just pretty much just online service games, you know, Mm -hmm. where pretty much all the major franchises are just pushing to that model. Uh, But yeah, great question, Scottie. Great question. No doubt we'll be delving into that soon. Just don't Um, fall out your kayak. (laughs) (laughs) Little life hack there. Make sure you don't. Uh, We're going to move on to the UK now with a question from Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany from Norwich. Uh, And she asked, now that you've had a PS5 for a while and played lots of games, what uh, what one technical feature from the console is most important to you uh, personally? So uh, so that's an interesting question. Um, Easy uh, easy for me. Yeah, go for it. For me, SSD. SSD. Just the
0: speed and the quality of life. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, I love that game. I hated the fucking loading screen. (laughs) <laughs> it took so long to like it once it was on, it was great. But that first load yeah, yeah. is ridiculous. And uh this past week I played for like eight hours straight because I had the house mm-hmm. to myself and yes. um I was taking breaks like every three two, three hours. I took a 10-minute break, 15-minute break just to stop my eyes from watering. <laughs> but put the PlayStation in rest mode, dude, mm-hmm. from booting it up like seven seconds, and I was back in the game. You know what I mean? Even if from a cold boot,
1: cold if start. you take
0: out that um PlayStation Studios splash screen, yeah, seconds. Yeah. It's it's like it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just like, this is it's... this is this is amazing, you know what I mean? It's so good. And Not just for the load speeds, but Mm -hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn had a lot of memory bottlenecks and animations Mm -hmm. to hide loading. I haven't seen a single one in Forbidden West yet. You know what I mean? Like she used to do a lot of animations and things like, you know, climbing wise or something else or like a tiny little mini cutscene just to hide loading in Zero Dawn. Whereas in Forbidden West, it's just game, game, game. It, it is, you know. it
1: is, it is constant. And like I am actually so happy with the uh the level of consistency in terms of the momentum that they have with the game. And that's all down to the fact that they're really truly utilizing well utilizing the PlayStation 5's capabilities more, like with mm. the SSD and the processor power, which is more of a feat for the PlayStation 4. You know, because the same game essentially is on that console. You know what I mean? So it's just interesting how they're managing to, you know, but take you the elements. The, have you seen fun. the
0: load comparisons between PS? Haven't Man. seen them. No, no, no. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like like, is it bad? Three seconds oh. to
1: thirty-eight. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we're missing that. Um, but yeah, uh, really good question, Tiffany. I think for me. Um, well, see, I mean, listen to the show, we pretty much know what I love most about the PS5 and I think one of the most innovative uh, items well, brought to gaming in general, which is going to be the DualSense. You know, the DualSense is one of the amaz- most amazing um, inventions or culmination of technologies that I've ever seen you know uh, before that it was the nintendo um pro controller which actually had the HD rumble uh, the haptic feedback which the same companies used in the uh, the dual sense but obviously they took it to up, the next level with the uh, the resistive triggers mm. on the dual sense so and i think that itself just immerses like the play. It just it makes you a part of the game you know, from uh, feeling the left to the right, the the the, the very detailed uh, vibrations where you're just like walking through grass, for example, with Horizon uh, Zero Forbidden um, West, um, to when you're opening doors. You know what I mean? And like the difference between the two different vibrations, uh, and not to mention the haptic um, the resistive triggers when you're actually using your weapon, for example, and you're trying to jar open like a door. And you can. It's the bit, that, It's that the car tension. boot, mate. I was going to say the car boot when you hold the R two, and it's like yeah. you feel the rust like breaking the on it. You're yeah. like, it's gonna. <laughs> it's like that's just so immersive you can actually feel the texture of the games that they've been trying to you know translate and it's a massive ticket that xbox has missed a massive ticket mm-hmm. but um but yeah hopefully they'll uh, they'll jump on that eventually uh but for me uh yeah it's gonna be the dual sense but uh but obviously the sst uh, is obviously an amazing feat as well. Uh, the processing power, the, the fact is that they're able to produce such high quality content in such a you know very um short loading time. I mean, obviously, we've been um uh, we've had uh, the switch obviously the switch games load very quickly as well, so we've had that for quite a long time. But that's small base games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to have it on this level, you know, first party like full glorious games is intense. But anyway, we talk about it forever. But yes, Stephanie, thank you for that. Uh, yes, it's the obvious ones. And I'm sure, and, and listeners, uh, if you actually have any ones that we haven't actually brought out with, just let us know. Uh, send us an email uh, at, uh, at ps 5 at gmail.com or on Twitter um, at latestps 5 or leave us a comment uh, below and just let us know what your, your thoughts are. Uh, but yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to the end of the show. <laughs> what a blast, man. What a blast. About 47 mm-hmm. minutes we managed to get it into. So uh, any, any hot takes that you're going to take for you this week of uh, what we've been reading out today? What is your favourite news story that you've heard? You well, my,
0: my closing comment, mate, is Silas is a bastard. Silas, okay. Horizon <laughs> Horizon, comment. Horizon one, man. <laughs> listeners who are like, Silas? Who's Silas? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, yeah, Silas. Um, yeah, I man, just yeah.
0: realised, that's how stupid I am. 47 mm. minutes in and I realised why you got the Golden Gate Bridge behind you. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <Well done. laughs> I like they're
1: going to see, though, unless we put this up. I know. Out. I just thought to myself, <laughs> I kept thinking <laughs> like, for the whole show. the fuck has he got San Francisco <laughs> behind him?
0: Now I realised Because I've, oh, yeah. I've been in the dawn, so I forgot oh, yeah. that the bridge is in there. So. Don't
1: worry about it. Don't worry about it. But uh, but yeah, man, big take for me this week is obviously the PSVR 2. I'm so hyped up about Ooh-wee. that one. I, I really cannot wait to see exactly what is going to pull out. And, you know, as we've been talking about Horizon, there's going to be the PSVR 2 edition, which is going to be released, hopefully, on... Now, that's Thursday. a launch game.
0: It has to be 100%. It
1: has to be that and Half Life Alex. So, uh, yes. uh, so, yes. So, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Just think your PSVR
0: 2 launch day purchases yeah. could be Horizon, mm-hmm. Half Life Alex, yep. Resident Evil 4 VR. Oh. Super hot
1: enhanced. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'll just take that. I'll just take super Bat- hot. Don't worry about it. Beat saber. It. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like this is mad. It's just crazy. a lot, Yeah, they got some high quality games there as well, man. Definitely. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's been it for this week. Uh, so from me and him, uh, good night. Take care and uh, enjoy your kayaking. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>